ghetto boys. We was living on Colfax, Pop said an old lack Couldn't get along with T-Jones, so he rolled Jack I was on Prozac before I was 12 Spent my senior year in high school, sitting in jail To no avail, I was screaming out and nobody heard me Mr. Ronnie got shot, but it didn't deter Welcome, welcome, welcome to welcome you to yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast It's your boy Jalen and the NBA season's over Well, <laughs> This is going to be pretty much an NBA episode. I don't feel like talking about Tyson Fury. Um, David Ortiz, we all know. I'm glad he's doing better uh, after the incident. But there's a lot that happened in the NBA that we need to talk about. Last time I was here, in between the times I was here, the NBA Finals is a wrap. We have a new Finals MVP. People getting injured. People getting traded. The NBA is 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 going haywire right now, man. And it's not even... Free agency hasn't even started. So, again, this is the Unpopular Podcast with your boy Jalen. I appreciate you guys rocking with me. And as we know, the Raptors won the NBA Finals. The Raptors won four games to two. And they pretty much beat the, the living hell out of Golden State, man. And... and they don't say asterisk championships because there's not. There really isn't. You play who's out there. You know, if if your if your team is injured, or <laughs> if if your best players and you still got to play. Hell, people keep talking about when LeBron James, I believe that was 2015 when Kyrie and Kevin Love went hurt, went out, uh, and he had to play. His next best player was like Matthew Dellavedova and Tristan Thompson. I get that. So, it it's tough when <laughs> you go into a series, especially a series as anticipated as this, and Kevin Durant's out, and Golden State's dealing with a lot of injuries. Now, one thing I want to talk about before we continue is Steph Curry. People are killing Steph Curry right now because they're saying, hey... We criticize LeBron for not or not winning the finals going against Golden State Warriors, who was fully healthy at that time, but not win the finals when Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love went out. I believe that was 2015. And they're saying that we should keep the same energy with Steph Curry as we do with LeBron James, which I completely understand and I completely agree. But this is what I'm going to say about Steph Curry. Because I'm, I'm hearing him. He choked. He's overrated. He... <laughs> all he is is a shooter. Or he, he's not good in clutch moments. First and foremost, Curry averaged 30 points this, this finals. There's no such thing as an asterisk finals. But when Kevin Durant, who to me is the best player in the world, is out... With a ruptured Achilles. He only played 12 minutes. And even in that 12 minutes, he was hooping. He, he had like 11 points. He played 12 minutes the entire series. Clay Thompson goes out with a hamstring pull. He pulled his hamstring. And that, I think, he was out game three, I believe, or game four. Then he messes around. And tears his Achilles. 
not only does this hurt Golden State in the present, but we're going to talk about a little bit later how this affects free agency. But <laughs> those are, see, one thing that I do want to say, and I'm not comparing injuries. Injuries are trash. Injuries suck. I don't wish injuries on anybody at all. But one thing I will say is this. There is a difference between Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving going out and Clay Thompson and, and Kevin Durant. That's like back in 2015, it was LeBron James and Kyrie, uh, Kevin Love going out. Right now, Kevin Durant's the best player in the world when healthy. And him going out is... is you saw... People knew that Kevin Durant was not going to play a majority of the series. And damn near everybody, a lot of the analysts, picked Golden State to lose. And that was solely because Kevin Durant wasn't there. And... Oh, my fault, y'all. And, again, I understand that there's no asterisks. And I'm not saying, I know I keep saying that, but I'm not saying it as Golden State should have won. They really shouldn't have. But, it's something to be said where, not, not to mention, like I said, Kevin Durant was injured. Klay Thompson was injured. Boogie was coming back from two injuries, actually. Draymond Green hasn't been pretty much, he hasn't been straight all year. It's like you hear people say, oh, they have five All-Stars. That's not true. They had two All-Stars playing. Three for 12 minutes. And to be completely honest, because I I love when people say they have three All-Stars or five All-Stars, and most of them weren't All-Stars this year. And I refute it with, well, Toronto had three All-Stars. They had Kawhi Leonard, they had Kyle Lowry, and they had Marcus Gasol. All three are All-Stars. So why don't, when we talk about the whole All-Star thing, why don't we say the same thing for Toronto? And, and this is not me bashing Toronto. I want to give congratulations to the Toronto Raptors for winning the NBA Finals. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for the, the country of Canada. I'm happy for everything that They've strived for because we all know Canada's been Canada's as we saw Canada is huge. It, it's basketball is not their most popular sport, but I'm glad that they did get some success. I'm I'm happy for Kawhi Leonard who we're going to talk about in a minute. I'm happy for everybody, man. Shouts out to Canada. But one thing I will say again is that to me, and I'm not like I'm sorry for you know lack of a better term, I'm not shitting on their championship. But to me, if if both teams were fully healthy, the championship would have gone a lot differently. But again, I'm not I'm not taking away from anything the Raptors did. And I'm not, you know, congrats to the Raptors, congrats to Kawhi Leonard. Hell, now, now that we're on it, we'll talk about it. So Kawhi Leonard, to me, right now, with KD being injured, with the last time we saw LeBron, now LeBron can come back full force, killing everybody. It is what it is. But the last time we saw KD, 
I mean, last time, yeah, last time we saw Braun, he was not the best player in the world. And KD's injured. And KD will be injured all of next year. And it's going to take time for him to get back. Sort of like Gordon Hayward. So right now, to me, Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the world. Not Giannis. And I and, and I say that because he played against Giannis. And he outdueled Giannis. He outdueled Joel Embiid. He outdueled uh, Ben Simmons. He was the best player in the playoffs after Kevin Durant went out. And he maintained that throughout the entire playoffs. And it's it's only right that he did win the NBA Finals. So, to me, Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the world right now. And with that being said, a lot of people are asking him, and a lot of people want to know, is he leaving? I don't know if he's leaving. I don't think anybody outside of Kawhi Leonard knows what he's doing. Not even his uncle. But I do know this. From what I saw watching those playoffs... It would be hard for me to leave a place like Toronto where he's he's the in one season he became the greatest raptor to ever play in my opinion. The greatest raptor. Yes, better than Vince Carter, better than DeMar DeRozan, better than Tracy McGrady, better than Chris Bosh. He is the greatest raptor to ever play. He's the only player to be a great player and bring a championship to the city or to the country. I don't know another player. In fact, there hasn't been another player that has led Toronto to the finals. This is their first finals. What what we saw out of Kawhi Leonard to me will not be duplicated. He he had one of the greatest final runs of all time. I think he averaged like 35, 5 and 5, joining a list with only Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Uh, he's the only player in NBA history to win an NBA Finals uh, MVP in both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. So Kawhi Leonard is no slouch when it comes to hooping. And a lot of people dogged him, especially last year. You know, people were saying he faked it. And he even said it. People were saying he faked an injury. People were saying he's not dedicated. People were saying that he's taking the the cheat way out. Only players know their body. Hell, I'm, I'm not in the NBA, of course. But I've, I hoop. And I know, well, yeah, it's time to shut it down. I know when it's time, when I can go. I know when I can't. And I can only imagine... An NBA player that has money on the line. All this is money. This man, this, he already, it was already pretty much determined that he was misdiagnosed in San Antonio. And nothing against San Antonio, you know, world-class organization, but he was misdiagnosed. And he didn't feel the trust was still there with Toronto. I mean, with San Antonio. So I get how Kawhi Leonard was feeling. And and with report after report, hell, Skip Bayless, we all know what the hell he be doing. He didn't even talk. He didn't even say Kawhi Leonard's name anymore. He just calls him number two. But and he didn't. He discredited Kawhi Leonard, which I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get how you could discredit Kawhi Leonard and we, what we just saw. But it is what it is. Kawhi Leonard, I understand when. You know you have. 
everybody against you saying saying uh you know he's he's faking the injury and he balled out it it i respect it i definitely respect it and one thing i can say again it's hard for me to be in now of course not only can toronto give him the most money but he has he's the best he's the best thing walking in toronto right now walking in canada It'll, it'll be hard for me if I'm that dude in a whole country to be like, yeah, I'm a dick. Especially after winning the finals. And it's the first finals of the team's history. And it being, you're pretty much the best player in that's ever worn a Raptors jersey. It'd be hard for me to leave. That's all I'm saying. So, hey, but hey, not to mention all the money, but because he, he lost, if you don't remember, he lost money. He he forfeited money leaving San Antonio to go to, well, demanding a trade from San Antonio to um to Toronto. I think he lost like $30 million. And if he were to leave, it'll be like 40 or $50 million. So that's... That's eighty million combined that he'd be losing. I get that you're from California. I get that you wanna you wanna be close to home. But I think I think it was Colin Cowherd that said some said something good. Oh, for y'all. I think Colin Cowherd said you're only in Toronto for like three months. So if you can't, <laughs> oh, for, let me turn this off, y'all. If you can't live in Toronto for three months and after the season, you just go back to California. Still got all your money. Still going to be close to home. And you ain't losing nothing. That's something that I would think about. But again, we, Kawhi Leonard is a, a uh, I'm not going to say a weird dude, but he's a different guy. As, as we've clearly seen from his laugh, from his demeanor, from the way that he talks to the people, like press from the way that he talks to people, from the decisions he's made. He's he's a, he's a different dude and he he moves he moves differently. So, I don't know. I I I would like to see him staying in Toronto, but I can definitely see him going to the Clippers cuz that's pretty much where most people have said his next destination would be anyways. So we'll see how it goes. And speaking of free agency, as as I said before and as we know, Kevin Durant ruptured his Achilles and Klay Thompson tore his ACL. This has a huge, and I mean gigantic, impact on free agency and this is what i mean before now you can still look at it as a package deal because it was like katie and katie and uh Kawhi, katie and maybe 
Kyrie, Katie and Kimba. You know, it was like Katie was the center. The two centerpieces for free agency was Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is completely healthy. So that doesn't really, KD's decision doesn't really change Kawhi's like that. And KD's injury doesn't really change Kawhi like that. If you're not thinking, the only way that it changed Kawhi's output output and maybe decision making on the finals is because he won the finals. I think if KD was healthy, he would not have won the finals. I think it probably would have been easier for him to leave. I don't know. And, and it could be easy for Kawhi to leave now because, hell, what, what else can I do? I just brought this city or about the country his first championship in basketball so I don't know but this this not only is huge for Kevin Durant this is huge for Klay Thompson this is huge for every other free agent now you now if your teams like New York if your teams like Brooklyn if your teams like the Clippers you have to look at everybody individually Kevin Durant he can still be a centerpiece, and I think he should still be a centerpiece, but you're not getting him next year. So now, as a team, you have to think, okay, do I want to give him the the four-year max that we can give him, and we're going to miss out on a year? Do I want to, you know, I trade, the Knicks lost, look, the Knicks lost the most in this entire situation. Not only did Kevin Durant get injured, so even if he went to New York, he won't be playing next year. But after the injury, now reports are saying that Kawhi, I mean, uh, Kyrie is leaning towards Brooklyn. So you lost them two. Kimba came out and said he's willing to take less to stay with Charlotte, which I don't understand. I mean, what the hell? Charlotte has, has shown that they aren't really equipped and adequate enough to put a championship team around you. But you rock out, Kimba. Um... Now, now you're looking. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard to me, there's no way in heaven or hell he's going to New York. There's no way Clay Thompson, and he would be injured too, even if he wanted to somehow go to New York, which I, I definitely don't see. But he is injured too, and the AD trade that we'll talk about in a second. <laughs> The Knicks lost complete. The Knicks have the Knicks are the big free agency has not even started it yet, and the Knicks are the biggest losers of free agency by a mile. A report has already come out saying that the Golden State is already planning on offering both KD and Clay the five-year max. They're the only team that can do it because they're on the teams right now, and they both offer them. Golden State can offer them the most money. I think KD, they can offer him like $221 million. Clay, they can offer him like $190. And if I was if I was KD, you have an injury that's gonna take an entire year to get healthy. Not to mention it's gonna take maybe another year for you to get back to where you where you're comfortable enough to know what you can and cannot do. If I was KD, I wouldn't want to go to a new situation injured. I want to I want to be with the same coaching staff, the same uh physical trainers, the same medical staff, the same everything. I don't want to I don't want to go into a new situation 
especially a situation like New York and be injured. Not only will to me you'll you'll lose a lot of fan love and Katie doesn't doesn't need fan love. I let me not say that first of all. Katie doesn't need to be a uh, you know, <laughs> need approval from anybody, but it you know, there's something to be said when you know, New York is a tough place to play. And and we all see the spats he gets on, he gets into in social media, so I can only imagine if he's in New York. But to me, if I was him, I would stay with Golden State. Klay Thompson's dad already came out and said, there's no way in heaven or hell he's leaving Golden State, especially after Golden State has already came out and said they're going to max or they're going to offer both of them the max. So to me, there's no way in heaven or hell they're losing Kate, uh, They're losing Klay. It's just with KD. I think if I'm K, if I'm if I am Kyrie, uh, Kevin Durant, I want to I want to stay with Golden State unless I mean until I'm completely healthy. Then we can see. Then we can see. And that goes into the question that I actually received from a person, and and the question that all these news people have been talking about is Golden State's dynasty over. I think if if you're thinking about consecutive championships, then yes, there to me, there's no way Golden State can win a championship next year. I don't see it. Even if Boogie comes back, even if Draymond, well, Draymond will be coming back. Even if they de- develop the or adopt the Mike D'Antoni, everything goes through Curry, which they could do. Offense, we see how good it works for Houston. I don't see that working with Golden State. So, in terms of consecutive championships, yes, I think the dynasty's done. But if we're in terms of complete dominance, I think it really depends on what happens when Clay comes back and what happens if Kevin Durant comes back. If they both come back completely healthy, and and Kevin Durant look cuz cuz we all know Achilles rupture is the worst injury that you can have as a basketball player. If he the only, there's only been one player that's come back and looked close to what he was and that was Dominique Wilkins. Now, Kevin Durant is better than Dominique Wilkins if you ask me, but again, <laughs> we we don't know. And this is why I say this injury is so big. This injury can completely just like end a dynasty. I don't think, I think that a team with Kevin Durant, I mean, Steph Curry, a healthy Klay Thompson, a healthy Draymond Green, a healthy whoever else they get, they can win the championship. To me, Curry's still the best point guard in the league, still top five greatest point guards ever. Klay Thompson, to me, is the second greatest shooter of all time. Draymond Green is a Swiss Army knife. You know they're still good, and it's gonna it, it'll be a lot tougher. But I still think they can win. If you if you if you continue to add KD to that mix, then there's to me there's no reason why the 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 dynasty would end. Yeah, they have to take a year off. But what happens if KD comes back and he looks exactly what he was? Yeah, he might not be as explosive as he is, but that jump shot ain't going nowhere. That seven feet tall, seven foot tall monster ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he might not be able to rise up on people as much as he, you know, used to, but he'll still give you a solid twenty three points. That's that's just me. Uh, that's what I'm. That's what I think. So, 
I don't think the dynasty's over yet, but we we have to wait and see. It's in question, like like uh, Kendrick Perkins said. It's in question. We need to see what happens when Clay Thompson gets back. We need to see if Kevin Durant comes back, and that's why Kev this injury is huge for not only Kevin Durant but for free agency. Now, like I said, you have to look at every player differently. And you have to look at every player individually. It's not, okay, if I get Kyrie, I can also get Kevin Durant. It's not, okay, if if Brooklyn, hey, if I get Kyrie, we can also bring Kevin Durant. Or if I get Kimba, we can also bring Kevin Durant. If I uh, Clippers, okay, let's, if we don't get Kawhi, we still can get Kevin Durant. It, it doesn't work that way anymore. Because you're not getting Kevin Durant next year. So now teams are going to have to sit back and think, all right, do we want to pay this man the full max for the full four years I think they can offer him? If I'm a team, she, I'm, I'm calling that man as the, the second free agent starts saying, hey, max, whatever you want. Hey, you can get the key to the city. I don't care. You, can get, you don't have to pay for nothing. But that's something that teams are now going to have to look at. That is something that teams and, – and I – Again, I don't think that Kevin Durant, to me, like I said, Kevin Durant is still the best player in the world when healthy. But, and there's articles that came out that saying, you know, he'll never be the same, but we don't know. I don't want to, people that already are saying that, yes, we've seen history, but you, you can't, you can't. <sighs> determine the heart of a champion you know what i mean you can't determine the true heart of a of a real hooper because again a lot of people said dominique wilkins wouldn't come back and that man was piping people left and right after dunking <laughs> dunking on people left and right so i don't i i don't know i don't know and the, another reason why free agency is going to be drastically different is the move that happened two days ago on Saturday, Anthony Davis was traded to the Lakers for Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three draft future draft picks, including this year's fourth overall pick. This was a good trade for both sides in terms of right now for L.A. and for the future with New Orleans. For L.A., we know that L.A. is is a city of stars, and the Lakers always want to get the star, whether that's Kobe, whether that's Shaq, whether that's they tried it, they tried it with Dwight Howard, whether that's um, LeBron James. They always want the star player, and L.A. is a place that is expecting championships. I mean, they've had they've had so much success that. They they expect championships. So, they haven't been in the playoffs the last, what, five, six years. So, I get the, the, the unre- uneasiness of L.A. And they had to make a big move because if, if they didn't get Anthony Davis, I don't see them getting any big free agent except, may- no, cause except maybe Tobias Harris. But, dude, I don't know if we really want to com- consider him a huge free agent. Or or maybe a a Demarcus Cousins, but we as we saw, it's gonna take some work for him to get back if he ever gets back to where he is. Because that's one thing I can say about an Achilles tear. 
for a big man that is devastating. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not counting him out. I just know what I saw, and it didn't look too good. So for the short term, I can see why. I mean, I think that they are. I mean, right now Vegas has them as title favorites. Of course, it's way too early because we don't know what's going to happen with free agency. But of course, Vegas has them as title favorites. I think right now, as the NBA is constructed. They still need to. I think they still need a, uh, some quality role players. They still need uh, at least a quality shooter. They need. They still need some pieces. But right now, they have the best duo in the league. I would say Stephen Clay or Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant. But of course, Kevin Durant's injured and Clay Thompson's injured. So right now, they have the best duo with LeBron James, who is still arguably the best player in the world in some people's eyes, and Anthony Davis, who is a top three player in some people's eyes. So, in the moment, yes, this is a good trade for LA. Looking to the future, though, I don't know. Yes, I understand that the reporters come out saying Anthony Davis is going to play out his contract and he expects to re-sign with LA, but then you have to look at LeBron. In three years... How is LeBron going to play? I don't I don't expect a steep drop, but is LeBron going to be the same player that he was? He he can't cuz he's not the same player he was before that he is now. I mean in tw- in 8 ye- I mean in 3 years he'll be what? That'll be his 20th or 21st season? That's a lot of not to mention he's been he's been taking several trips to the finals. Shit, he he just did nine straight, right? Nine straight. He just did nine straight finals. So that's mileage on the body. Not to mention he plays he plays a physical brand of basketball. Yes, he's a he's a passing savant, but he plays a physical brand of basketball. So <laughs> you have to look. He, he, there's going to be a point where LeBron James isn't going to be LeBron James anymore. So it's just like is Anthony Davis going to be? The long-term solution because we've seen with New Orleans and I think I'm going to do an episode about this soon but we still question especially in today's NBA can a big man be your best player we've seen in past situations like the magic with uh, prime Dwight Howard uh, Shaq when he went to not only Orlando but LA and Miami DeMarcus Cousins when he was with the Kings. Anthony Davis when he was with New Orleans. Can a big man be... Now, I understand Shaq won championships with both Shaq and... I mean, with both Kobe and D-Wade, but that's Kobe and D-Wade. So, it's a good... It's a question that it's... Can you win with your best man being a big man? And... Give it maybe three or four years, that will be the case for the Lakers. Now, maybe... Then they'll have maybe one or two championships. I don't know. But I know that that is a question that needs to be had, which is why I think the future is so in flux. Not to mention, three future draft picks? That is That could be crippling. Because what happens, as we've seen, we'll talk about in a second, Chris Paul, they traded a lot of draft picks for Chris Paul. A lot of draft picks. 
Now, and they traded a lot for Chris Paul. Hell, they traded uh, Lou Williams. They traded uh, Patrick Beverly. They traded a lot for Mar- uh, Montrez Harold, who both of them, Montrez Harold and uh, Lou Williams, are going to be in the running for Sixth Man of the Year this year. They traded a lot for Chris Paul because they expected Chris Paul not only to be good for a long time, but to want to stay. A report has come out today or yesterday saying he wants out. That is that. What what happens as we just seen with Anthony Davis and the Pelicans? What happens if that happens to LA? These days, athletes don't care too much about their public persona. They care about winning and being comfortable. What if he's not comfortable in LA? Hell, there's it's it's different being coming from New Orleans market to LA market. That's something to think about. That's something to definitely think about. But what hap- what what happens if he doesn't want to if he doesn't want to finish out the the contract? Now you you gave up a lot of picks and you're gonna have to be forced to trade him or forced to let him walk. It. <sighs> Again, in the in the short term, it makes sense. I mean, it's Anthony Davis paired with it's two top top five players paired up against each other. Arguably, top five when healthy players paired up against each other, paired up with each other. In the long term, there's a lot of question marks, and and this could, in the long term, bite L.A. in the butt, especially with those three future draft picks getting shipped off. And for New Orleans. This kind of helps in in several ways, I guess. I mean, you get Lonzo Ball, you get Brandon Ingram, you get you get Josh Hart, who all three solid players, and you have not so you have the present sort of, but you also have a, a brighter future. Say you can re-sign Le, uh, Lonzo. Say you can re-sign Brandon Ingram. Say you can re-sign. Uh, Josh Hart, plus you have the number one draft pick, which everyone assumes and more than likely will be Zion Williamson, and now you have the fourth overall pick this year that you can either draft somebody or you can trade to get maybe an all-star or some quality players from a different team. New Orleans, to me, New Orleans came out, won this trade. There wasn't a loser, but they definitely won this trade because they have the present... New Orleans is going to be box office next year. New Orleans, with all the lobs we're about to see, with all the, hmm, all the the fast breaks and the highlight plays we're about to see, New Orleans is going to be box office. I put money. There's going to be at least ten, maybe fifteen. No, we're going to be at least ten national televised New Orleans games. I put money on that, especially with Zion coming. You know what? I'm gonna go. There's going to be at least 15 uh, New Orleans Pelicans nationally televised games with New, with Lonzo and Zion and whoever they draft or trade for to get the fourth overall pick. Brandon, it's box office. So it, I think it helps in the present, but it helps a lot more in the future because now you have Alvin Gentry that can develop Lonzo Ball. He can develop Brandon Ingram. He can develop Josh Hart. He can develop Zion, and he can develop... Whoever else, because they, they still have three future future picks after that. So, New Orleans, New Orleans really came out, really came out big 
for this with this trade. Yes, they did lose a superstar, and we usually don't see trades where both teams won, especially when a superstar moves teams. I mean, you st you always want the superstar. You always want the superstar, and the team that loses the superstar usually loses the the trade. However, we've never seen a situation where. Yeah, you lose a superstar, but you get three quality players. You get three draft picks, including the fourth overall pick this year, and you already have the number one overall pick. And coming with that number one overall pick is Zion Williamson, who many believe, including myself, is a once-in-a-generational player. So this is a unique situation that the NBA has never really seen, that a team that loses a superstar, if you look today is could be better they could be in a better spot so that's something that we we are going to we're gonna have to see but I, I if i'm if i'm a new orleans pelican fan i'm not upset i'm not upset at all and if i'm a lakers fan i'm not really upset right now because shit, we got anthony davis we got the superstar new orleans has the future la has right now and you want to win right now especially with lebron james you know, not only coming off this season where he was injured and missed the most games of his career, but it's L.A. Superstars, Showtime, actors, comedians, you need to put something out that people want to see. That's that's just what L.A. is. So I get it. I definitely get it. And, and that is another... I don't think that move affects free agency as in Anthony Davis getting traded. It affects free agency in this way. As another player that the Knicks lost, and that's another player Brooklyn lost, that's another player that um, the Clippers lost because even the Clippers threw their hat in there. And now teams are going to, you know, a lot of teams that could have, have you know, been like, okay, we see with Paul George, he didn't want to come, he didn't want to go to the Thunder, but they were able to change his mind. We'll see how it if it works with Kawhi Leonard. But you trading for Anthony Davis, you still have your max spots. This effect this also affects the Lakers because like I said before, I don't think the Lakers would have been able to get uh a, and I don't I still don't think I think they'll be able to get a few huge for agent now because that's a that's a crazy big three with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and whoever the third player is. But before that, I don't think they would have been able to get a top-notch free agent. Which then I think LeBron James would have been upset with the organization. I think that the the, the fans would have been upset with the organization. And let's just let's just keep it real. The NBA is better when LA is good. That's all the statistics in the world have shown. That when LA is good, they are a better team. To the, the the NBA is better. Now that you have Anthony Davis and you you still have a max spot, hell, we even just saw the report saying Kyrie is wants to play with Anthony Davis now. I don't know how true that is because we also have a report saying Kyrie wants to be in Brooklyn, but we'll, we don't know. This 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 affects again all of this movement, all these injuries affect New York the most, but this. These trades and these moves really affect how we will look at the NBA. And it, <laughs> it it's, it's, 
this is this offseason is going to be to me the most important offseason in NBA history. N- the there's never been this many big names up for up for movement. KD, Ka- Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, Klay Thompson, Kimball Walker, Tobias Harris, Boogie Cousins. All these players are up for they could move. And this could shit just like in 2016, KD moving to Golden State shifted the the balance, shifted the paradigm of the NBA. Now teams like oh shit, you got Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and uh, Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, and now you have Kevin Durant. What the heck? You know that, and as we've seen, they blew through everybody until injuries crept up on the fifth. You know, crept up with them. Now imagine if Katie's in New York, if Clay Thompson's still with Golden State. Imagine if Kyrie Irving's in Brooklyn, Anthony Davis and LeBron James land at Kimball Walker. Imagine if Boogie uh, goes to New York. Imagine if Kawhi Leonard stays with Toronto. Then you'll look at the NBA and you'll look at the landscape and you'll say, yo, there is a legit eight or nine teams that can win. Now you have LA in the race. You'll have uh, Boston will still be good. You'll have the the Golden State Warriors will still be good. You'll have, you know, the Clippers will still be good. You'll have the Rockets will still be good. Toronto, Milwaukee, we don't talk about them, but they could lose Chris Middleton. I don't think, I think they made that a priority to keep him this uh, offseason. But Chris Middleton, the Sixers, imagine if Jimmy Butler uh, goes to L.A. Or imagine if Jimmy Butler stays and Tobias Harris leaves. The, the the NBA will change and is about to change. And it is about to be wild what the NBA will look like next year. I'm excited. I am excited. Yes, I, I, I definitely wish for and I hope for a speedy recovery with KD because the league and the NBA as a whole is better when KD's playing and when KD's playing at top notch. The NBA is better when Clay Thompson's playing. So I wish for him a speedy recovery as well. The NBA is in a good spot. Not to mention all the players that could be traded. Hell, we're still hearing about Bradley Bill can be traded. And it, <laughs> uh, we don't know. And and that's the, that's the beauty of it. We don't know what the NBA will look like come next season. The last two or three seasons, we've known, okay, well, there can be movement, but at the end of the day, Golden State will win the championship, or at least be in the championship. A lot of people, including myself, thought they were going to win this year because I didn't foresee all these injuries. Not just injuries to their bench players, but injuries to key players, shit, generational players. So the NBA is going to look crazy next year. I'm excited. I am excited. Um, the draft, I believe, is next week, or this week, I believe, or next week. I think the draft is next week. Here, I'm about to look up when the draft is, uh, and I'm going to have a, I guess, Thursday. The, the draft is next week. That Monday, I'm going to have a NBA special, and I'm going to do my top 10, like, top 10 draft picks, where I think they should go, who's the worst fit for teams, Who's the best fit for teams? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, and, and I think that'll be fun. We already pretty much know the top two, but 
I'm gonna have fun with that. Again, this this again shouts out to the Toronto Raptors for winning the NBA championship. Shouts out to Kawhi Leonard. Shouts out to all the people that involved in the Raptors, which I I don't I don't understand why I've seen Drake every time the Raptors win more than I've seen any other Raptors player. Drake, what did Drake say? Nike check and I didn't even break a sweat. Like what? Come on, bro. I get his Drake, but come on now. But that that is that the NBA is going to look drastically different next year. Even if KD stays, even if Kawhi, I mean uh Kawhi Leonard stays, even if Klay Thompson stays, which I believe Klay Thompson will definitely stay. I hope Kevin Durant stays, and I really hope uh Kawhi Leonard stays, but even if all three of those stay, NBA will look drastically different next year. And I think that's exciting. I think balance will be, at least for next year, because we don't know what K- what happens with KD. But balance, the NBA will be balanced next year. Yeah, we still need to see what happens with the Lakers. Because, yes, they have Anthony Davis. And, yes, they have LeBron James. But if you look tough, and they kept Kuzma, which was huge in that uh, deal. But if you really look top to bottom, outside of Kuzma... Anthony Davis and LeBron, they don't really have much to smile about. So we'll see how that goes. And the NBA is exciting. I love the NBA, man. Um, I, I really do love the NBA. Because it's it's really it's 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 fun, man. It's fun, it's fun, it's fun. It's fun. I love it. <laughs> And, and next year is going to be really exciting. Really exciting. So, I'm, I'm ready to see what goes on, what happens, man. Not to mention, and, and to, just to, to hard back just a little bit with Golden State, they can, pick, they can pick up people. They can trade for people. I think Sean Livingston might be gone. Andre Godala might be uh, one foot out the door, which is understandable. Um... They can they can get a player like Derrick Rose. They can get a player like I don't know Vucevic. They can get a player like Brook Lopez. They can get this. Golden State's just not going to fall off the map this year. The, yeah, they might take a year off and they might not have enough to contend, but they're not just going to fall off. So that's why I think the NBA is so is so good. You know, it's so so exciting. But before we go. Let me get to, and, and, and speaking of Golden State, let's get to the unpopular topic of the week. Welcome to the Unpopular Opinions. Unpopular Opinions. Have unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions. Okay, so what's an unpopular opinion? Unpopular opinions. To utter such blasphemy. He's got the nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated goal to echo such blasphemous nonsense. Just blasphemy. So, I'm talking about Golden State and talking about the NBA, a question that's been circulating is, is Andre Iguodala a Hall of Famer? And it really, no, if you really look at the stats, hell no, Andre Iguodala is not a, a Hall of Famer at all. But it really makes you think, and it really makes you look at some players and 
will voters look at eye tests or and remember eye tests before they go to stats? Because when you look at the eye test, everybody and their mama can can see how important Andre Iguodala is for Golden State and how how he's been one of the top three best six men of the league since he got to Golden State. How Golden State, he 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 stabilizes Golden State. He's the calming force for Golden State. Yes, he doesn't have the numbers, but he is a Finals MVP. He is one of the he is still one of the top stalwarts when it comes to defense. Yes, he's gotten older over the years, of course, but he's still a solid defender. And he still gives you timely buckets. Even though his he he's not a good shooter, but he still gives you timely buckets. You look at a player like Lou Williams. He scored the most points as a six man in NBA history. But when you look at Lou Williams, he's always been a six man. You look at Jamal Crawford. We all know Jamal Crawford with the handles, and we know Jamal Crawford with as an exciting player who will will he can go off for any any point in time, but he's still a sixth man. Which means he still doesn't when you look at when you look at the players that they play against and play with, they don't play against the the, the starting five or the best players on the floor as much as somebody else would. So when we look at Andre Godalas, when we look at Jason Terry's, when we look at Robert Ory's, when we look at who who, by the way, Robert Ory has seven championships and still is in the Hall of Fame. Big shot Rob, seven championships, still not in the Hall of Fame. I think when we talk about Hall of Fame, when we talk about when we talk about value, that is when we need to talk. That that is the conversation that we need to have. If we're if we're saying if a sixth man should be in the Hall of Fame, to me, Andre Iguodala should be a no brain Hall of Famer. Lou Williams should be a no brain Hall of Famer. Jamal Crawford should be a no brain Hall of Famer. Jason Terry should be a no brainer Hall of Famer. But then. In the back of my mind, I'm also saying, well, Robert Ory should have been a no-brainer Hall of Famer, and he still isn't. That's something to really think about. Something to really think about. Because at that point, to me, we're, 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 we're questioning what is more important, value or stats? Analytics or the eye test? Because the eye test shows Golden State. Hell, we even saw against the uh, Rockets two years ago. Golden State's not the same when Andre Iguodala's not there. Or when he's not playing well. The Clippers, sure as hell, aren't the same when Lou Williams is playing well. Jamal Crawford's damn near 40, still playing like he's 20. And we're really questioning if they're Hall of Famers? Or we really have to question their Hall of Famers. There should be no question in the world if Andre Goddard is a Hall of Famer. Not to mention the stuff he did in New York, uh, in in Philly and in Denver. 
But yet, it's still the question. Hell, again, we still question. Robert Ory's still not in the Hall of Fame. All the big shots he's hit, he has seven championships. Still not in the Hall of Fame. We have to really ask ourselves, what's more important, value or stats? Because if we're just looking at stats, then no. Robert Ory shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, and he isn't. Stats, yeah, Lou Williams has the most points as a sixth man, but he's still playing against the bench. Yeah, Jamal Crawford is exciting and still has some of the, one of the best handles in NBA history, but he's still playing against lesser talented players because he's not playing against starters as much as he's playing against bench players. That's a question. That's that's something that we really need to think about, and a, and a question that we really need to to have. That's a discussion that should be really had, and to me, really has to be had, seeing as though Andre Iguodala doesn't have much time left. Lou Williams, we don't. I mean, he doesn't look like he's slowing down, but we don't know how much time he has left. And Jamal Crawford, like I said, he's still playing like he's twenty, but he's he's about to be forty. Shit, he might be forty. And Jason Terry's not in the Hall of Fame, and Robert Orr is not in the Hall of Fame. Five no brain Hall of no brainer Hall of Famers to me, yet still questions need to be had. That is. That's a, that that's something that the NBA has to look at themselves and, and voters have to look and say, what is more important? At the end of the day, do we care more about the eye test or do we care more about analytics? And there you have it, man. There's I don't there's no really I mean, I could look at a baseball game, but I don't feel like doing that this episode. So there's not gonna be a game of the week. I wanna thank you guys for watching, all my YouTube subscribers. Or people that are on YouTube, I want to thank you for watching. All the people that are streaming, or not streaming, what? All the people that are listening from SoundCloud, any listening platform, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for continuing to rock with me. Unpopular questions, people are really excited about that. I'm getting a lot lot more questions, especially after episode one and two. So if you have questions, you can DM me, you can text me, you can call me, you can... Email me. However, you can get to me. Get to me. All my information will be linked in the description. Linked in the description below. Will be in the description below. Again, I want to thank you guys. This is the Unpopular Podcast with your boy Jalen. Thursdays, it's a it's a shorter segment, maybe a 10, 15 minute segment called Unpopular Questions, where I ask, where I answer you guys' questions. Again, I want to thank you guys. I love you guys. And until next time, much love. Settle down.
figured I'd call you in case I'm not here tomorrow I'm hoping that I can borrow a piece of mind I'm behind on what's really important My mind is really distorted I find nothing but trouble in my life I'm fortunate you believe in a dream This orphanage we call a ghetto is quite a routine And last night was just another distraction Or a reaction of what we consider madness I know exactly what happened You ran outside when you heard my brother cry for help Held him like a newborn baby and made him fail like everything was alright in a fight he tried to put up But the type of bullet that stuck had went against his will Last blood spill on your hands, my plan's rather vindictive Everybody's a victim in my eyes When I ride, it's a murderous rhythm And outside became pitch black A demon glued to my back, whispering, get him, I got him And I ain't give a fuck That same mentality I told my brother not to duck In actuality, it's a trip how we trip off of colors I wonder if I ever discover a passion like you and recover The life that I knew is a Yunkin' in pajamas and thunderlands When thunder comes, it rains cats and dogs Dumb niggas like me never prosper Prognosis of a problem child I'm proud and well devoted This pyro shit been near me forever So forever, I'ma push it wherever, whenever And I love you cause you love my brother like you did Just promise me you tell this story when you make it big And if I die before your album drop, I hope you will. 
look in the mirror and ask myself, am I really scared of passing away? If it's today, I hope I hear a cry out from heaven so loud it can water down a demon with the Holy Ghost till it drown in the blood of Jesus. I wrote some raps that make sure that my lifeline reeking the scent of a reaper Ensuring that my allegiance with the other side may come soon And if I'm doomed, make the wound of my mother be blessed for many moons I suffer a lot, and every day that glass mirror get tougher to watch I tie my stomach in knots, and I'm not sure why I'm infatuated with death My imagination is surely an aggravation of threats that can come about Cause the tongue is mighty powerful And I can name a list of your favorites that probably vouch Maybe cause I'm a dreamer and sleep is the cousin of death Really stuck in the schema Wondering when I'ma rest And you're right, your brother was a brother to me And your sister's situation was the one that put me In a direction to speak on something that's realer than the TV screen By any means wasn't trying to hold Finn to come between Her personal life I was like it need to be told Cursing the life of 20 generations at the soul. Exactly what would happen if I ain't continue Rapping or steady being distracted by money, drugs, and four fives I count lives all on these songs Look at the weak and cry Pray one day you be strong Fighting for your rights Even when you're wrong And hope that at least one of you think about me when I'm gone Am I worth it? Did I put enough work in? Promise that you will sing about me Promise that you will sing about me I said when the light shut off Yours is ours, 
city with vanity with the music louder uh, The same song, uh, a black flower uh, I show you how to uh, die your thirst uh, Die your thirst, uh, die your thirst uh, What are we doing, uh, who are we fooling uh, Hell is hot, uh, fire is proven uh, To burn for eternity, return of the student That never learned how to live righteous but how to shoot it uh, Tired of running, uh, choirs is humming Visit, uh, we lie about coming, uh, now back to business, uh, loading the guns and back of the Buick, your hood is feuding, the beef is bubbling, uh, it's no discussion, uh, hereditary, uh, all of my cousins, uh, dying of thirst, uh, dying of thirst, uh, dying of thirst, uh, too many sins, uh, I'm running out, uh, somebody send me a well for the drought, uh, see all I know, uh, is taking notes, I'm taking this life for granted, granted, if you provoke, uh, my best days, uh, Stress days, Lord, forgive me for all my sins, for I know. My best days, uh, I stress days, uh, say fuck the world, uh, my sex slave, uh, money, pussy, and greed, what's my next crave? Whatever it is, no, it's my next grave, uh, tired of running, tired of running, tired of tumbling, tired of running, uh, tired of tumbling. Back was my mama, say, see a pastor, give me a promise. What if today was the rapture and you completely tarnished? The truth has set you free, so to me, be completely honest. Pray that it works.